Welcome to the Philippe Matthews Show at thepmshow.tv. Named the Oprah of the Internet by Mark Victor Hansen, Philippe Matthews doesn't ask questions that are different. He simply asks questions that make a difference. The Philippe Matthews Show features entertainers, bestsellers, authors, thought leaders, change agents, and world-class experts in the field of personal, spiritual, and professional development. An internet marketing entrepreneur, Philippe is the creator of the How Movement, dedicated to teaching people how to move from the mindset of hope to the process of how. If you are ready to take your life to the next level, move from the mindset of why to the mindset of why not. Tune in right now to this latest latest edition of the Philippe Matthews Show, and watch your life grow. And with back, ladies and gentlemen, on the Philippe Matthews Show. As you know, I am uh, a complete and total fan of this new reality show called The Sisterhood uh, that is based on uh, the first ladies uh, of, uh, of uh, pastors of churches in Atlanta, and it is an absolutely incredible show, and uh, uh, a few weeks ago, we had the uh, privilege of having the uh, 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 Reverend Mark uh, and Ivy Couch uh, on the show. Uh, this uh, today we have uh, Christina uh, and Anthony Murray, or should I say Anthony and Christina Murray? However you want to find it, uh, of Oasis uh, uh, Family Life Church. How are you guys? Thank you for being with. Thanks for having us. It's a pleasure. Yes, thank you. We're doing good. <laughs> Listen, I think you guys are absolutely awesome. Uh, now, uh, from, looking, from looking at the show, you guys have a huge, successful church. Uh, so the question would be, uh, why would you take on another huge event and <laughs> become part of a reality show? How do you manage all of this? Well, it's, it's hard work, first of all. But, you know, we took it on because we, we are interested in the platform to reach more people, unchurched people. That's really mm. our goal. To reach okay. people who don't go to church, who who don't like church, you know, um, people who are not really religious. So this platform that that it gives us, it, it broadens our reach. So so go. Let's go back for a little bit and talk about how did you guys uh, meet? Well, we Was met it in high school before the church or after the church. How did you guys meet? I'm sorry. Say that again. Was it before the church or after the church? How did you guys meet? Oh, yeah, we met before church. We actually met in high school. Um, I had transferred from one school to another, and I met Anthony there in a weight training class. And it was love at first sight. She fell in love the first moment she saw me. Well, it depends which version of the story you'd like. But um, <laughs> but it was pretty funny. That is how we met in high school, um, had a good time. Um, we didn't date in high school. We actually dated right out of high school, but that's where we met. Wow, so you got, you're kind of like high school sweethearts. Yeah, we grew up together. We got married. I was 19, and she was 18. Is that right? Yes. That is such a beautiful story. You don't hear a lot of those uh, yeah, anymore. Um, so when did uh, you decide to launch your ministry? Were you always into uh, Christianity and, and the Word, or was that something that uh, evolved over time? Yeah, I grew up in church, so my father's a pastor, and... Uh, when we got married, shortly after that, we started the uh, youth ministry. We started youth ministry, and we did that for about eight years. And then, you know, we just decided through prayer to start Oasis, and it just took off from there. 
Um, what was it like uh, going through that process of, of building uh, a church first, uh, you know, from a youth ministry to where you guys are now? How have you guys individually grown? How did you prepare to become a first lady, and how did you prepare uh, Anthony to become a, a leading minister in the in the uh, in the country? Well, I guess for me, um, it's funny because I always say I didn't put my resume in to be a first lady. That was not something <laughs> that I was, you know, I didn't even really know what that was um, until after meeting Anthony, until after actually getting in the church a little bit. So it was kind of funny, but. Um, Honestly, preparing, I don't know how much preparation you can really do to feel comfortable all the way. Um, for me, it was more of between the support of my husband and really understanding that God had really called us to do this. And I and I figured, hey, God knows, knows me in and out. He knows my husband in and out. So he knows we're crazy the way it goes. So I figured if he called us, he's ready for us. <laughs> so talk to me about how the show came about. Um uh, you know how 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 does this how does this happen? You were just walking down the street, minding your own business. I mean, what, what's the background here of uh, of the sisterhood and how you guys got uh, introduced to the show? You know what? It's funny you said that because that's exactly what happened. We were actually <laughs> at a <laughs> is that right? man. We were actually at a friend of ours funeral, a past, and uh, I got a call and I had a message left on my phone. And uh, when I called him back, he said, hey, man, I, I, somebody asked me about, and we still don't know who, who that somebody is, asked me about uh, a reality show, and I told him about you and your wife, and are you interested? And I really didn't take it serious. I said, well, yeah, maybe. And uh, we got a call, and it kind of just kind of just evolved from there. It's kind of strange. This, that you know, this is strange. Go ahead, uh, Christina, add on to that, please. Yeah, it's pretty funny because this is one of those things that, you know, it just kind of fell from the sky. That's one of those, you know, things that don't happen very often in your lifetime. Um, literally, as we're walking in the parking lot, you know, he's checking his messages, and we're like, reality show, like, what? Like, what is this, you know? Um, but it was so funny and random, but at the same time, it was so on point, and it was so, like, almost confirmation of what God has been speaking uh, both of us, anyways, especially my husband, for the past few years. So it was it was one of those like double whammies, if if that makes any sense. Uh, I think it does, and and, and um, uh, allow me to to offer this uh, and, and let me know if I'm on the right track. I mean, obviously, uh, church is changing um, in terms of just demographics, uh, and that uh, people are looking for uh, spiritual leadership. Uh, in different ways than some of the older some of the older uh, traditional ways, where it's just about the dogma of it and and it's no fun or anything. You guys have seemingly taken that out of the out of the factor and have made uh, church fun. Yeah, we kind uh, of like that as youth pastors. I, I believe first of all that the the, the 21st century church will be a multicultural church. First of all, I don't mm-hmm. believe in the segregated. Mm-hmm. Black church, white church, I think that those walls are coming down. And secondly, um, I think people in our generation are looking for more real, real people, real pastors that have real issues and real struggles, but yet have extraordinary calls, you know, and gifts from God to mm-hmm. help mm-hmm. our lives. So, you know, when you talk on that, that really strikes my heartstrings. That's what gets us going. That's what we're all about. And uh, this show gives us that kind of reach to influence those influencers. 
You know, I want to preach to the rappers. I want to preach to the thugs. I want to preach to the people who are just regular, everyday, white-collar business people who who just, they're good people, but they don't go to church. They don't have a relationship with God. And I want them to know that God loves them, too, you know. And, he, and there's a place for them in his kingdom, too, and not in a judgmental, dogmatic way, but in a way like Jesus did, in a way that can relate to their present situation. So we are so excited. We're so fortunate that this opportunity has come. And, uh, you know, that's really what we're all about, what you just said. That's it. Uh, well, well, thank you for allowing me to hit it on the head because I think you guys are doing it and doing it very well. Uh, interestingly enough, uh, when you said multicultural, obviously you guys are um, uh, an interracial couple. Uh, uh, Christina, you are uh, Puerto Rican. Anthony, you are uh, Dominican, excuse me. Um, and uh, Anthony, you are African American. And I want to upset Christina because she's always on the show talking about cutting somebody. Uh, and so. <laughs> <laughs> so how did you guys deal with that, especially in Atlanta? Uh, and on the show, you have Tara and Brian, who are African-American and he's Jewish. How 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 are you received uh, in Atlanta, out of all places, uh, with a mixed marriage? I have to say that today it's a different story than from when we first got married. Um, today it is a lot more common. You're seeing it on the TV screens, not mm -hmm. just the hood, but you're seeing it on TV, movies. I mean, more so today than you were, you know, just a few years ago. When we first got married, it was kind of funny, but I think the funnier part was just being introduced to each other's worlds in the sense of, you know, the cultural, um, the beauty of everyone's culture. Um, he got introduced to the Latino side, the Hispanics, all the, you know, the music, the food, the flavor. I mean, it, the whole shebang, just as much as I was introduced. Now, I, I, I am American um, by birth, but at the same time, you know, when you grow up in a Spanish household, you do get a little bit of everything. But I never had a chance to, to explore, as I call it, the soul of the African-American culture. So that was um, a blessing in disguise as well. So pretty funny now at times, I have to be honest. <laughs> I'm sure, I'm sure. How, how, how does that transfer over to your children, to your two daughters? Uh, because, you know, sometimes as adults uh, we can handle it, but sometimes it's difficult for our children to handle it. Well, again, you know, they're teenagers now, 14 and 17, so they, they don't have a problem at all. I think, though, the diversity makes them more well-rounded. I think it makes mm. for where the world mm -hmm. is going, the church is going, you know. Uh, so I think they're, I think they're better off um, just being exposed to different cultures. We teach them to, to be open, not just to Hispanic and black, but all cultures, you know, Asian, um, you know, um, all, any other kind of nationality or culture. We want them to be open to it and be well-rounded, you know, to travel like that to think like that, to have a global mindset instead of just a local Atlanta, Georgia, you know, mindset. So, oh, that's awesome. That's yeah, beautiful. And, and we translate that into our church as well, to our members. I teach that. I preach that. You know, we're, we're doing our best to model that. We're working on staffing like that. You know, we want our whole church to actually look like that and be able to relate to the world. You know, God is not black. He's not white. He's not Hispanic. He's not Dominican. He's God. And uh, so... That's just a great question, and, and it, you know, it's it's. I have to say this though, um, a lot of people are scared about it. I think, and, or back in the day, I know were there. There were some issues. I mean, to be honest, there was some looks or some, 
you know, oh, you're outside your race and stuff like that. But I think the people actually got to see the beauty of the friendship that we have, um, the love that we have, and not only us, our families as well. So it's grown to be such an amazing thing, and um, I just love it. Our families get along really well, too, so that helped. Our family, oh, absolutely. Yeah, we eat together every week, you know, her side, my side, her her, her uh, dad, my dad, her mom, my mom. We're all one big family, so that really helped us as well. Um, we all just loved each other from, from the start. That helped. Uh, that's a beautiful thing. Now, did you know uh, any of the uh, uh, ministers and first ladies of the show prior to um uh the the show coming together? No, not really. Um the only person that we had ever been by their church or anything like that was um Pastor Miles and Delana Rutherford. Um but basically within church, um we had been by their church uh to support I believe it was a conference one time before. So we really didn't have real relationships with anyone outside of the show. Um but we've had a chance to kinda do that now on the show, so so what was so how did uh, you guys I mean how did uh, TLC which I, I, I again commend them for producing such a progressive uh, show um, on the Learning Channel out of all places uh, yeah. what <laughs> what uh, what were your first uh, what was your first meeting uh, with the other uh, cast members like. Well, we were privileged to have uh, a dinner to start off, thank God, um, <laughs> before we got thrown into all of this. But you said something key. We have a wonderful network um, that has basically, you know, that, that laid this foundation, a great production crew, um, great staff, and also the creator of the show as well. It's just Everyone has been absolutely wonderful. So we did have a, a nice dinner right before we got um, right into taping, and it was nice to kind of get to meet everyone at the round table um, before we actually got going. But right after that, I mean, the, 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 the wheels started going, and that was it. It was on to taping. The dinner you saw on television was our first dinner together besides the initial time we met. So you guys kind of see us interacting more socially for the first time. You know, that was that was really some of the first times we got together, which was funny. I can only imagine. So how, uh, you know, you guys are, are already rock stars in your field. However, uh, what is it now like where you have cameras around you 24-7? How was that an adjustment to you and your family, And you know? Well, honest, okay, I like the term rock star. I, I mean, I'll take that. Yeah, really? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, well, you guys are extremely successful with the church. I mean, it's a mega church, a beautiful ministry, uh, and you guys are doing huge things in the world. So that would be considered rock star level. Uh, so <laughs> you, 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 thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> um, it's just different. It's different having cameras around. You know, you kind of feel like you're in a fishbowl. You, you don't know who know you, and, you know, you don't know them. You know, so it's, it's an adjustment. We were really worried about the girls, but they didn't have any problems at school. That was our biggest concern, exposing them, you know. Oh, that's we awesome. That's first. very good. Yeah, but they've had nothing but great things happen at school as well, which we are excited <laughs> about. So that was our only concern, and that was the only thing that had a, had us a little stressed. But it's been fine. It's, it's really been fine. You know, uh, and again, the fishbowl is just an adjustment, you know, but I, we believe we're called to do it, and we just got to make those adjustments. But right now it's fun. It's just a bunch of fun. 
and the good thing is is we're not bombarded. They've been so respectful of our time um, as much as they can, you know, as far as taping was concerned. We're done now, you know, obviously taping, but um, it wasn't too it wasn't too um, overwhelming, I guess. It wasn't a 24-7, which was my concern at the beginning, like, oh, my God, mm-hmm. am I just going to wake up and a camera's going to be in my face? It wasn't that bad. Um, mm-hmm. So it was an adjustment, but, again, it was a great, fun process through it all. How many shows did you guys take? Um, I think they ordered between eight to ten episodes. I think The Sisterhood is actually an eight-episode um, situation, but they did film a few extra scenes just in case. But we are definitely keeping our fingers crossed, and we hope that everyone will, too, for a second. Yeah, season two. We're excited about that, hoping for that. Absolutely, absolutely. I'm going to do everything in my power to make that happen. Uh, uh, so, so – uh, you, from looking at the show, I've only seen three shows. Uh, like you know, it came on last uh, last night actually uh, here in, here in our market uh, in, in California. And what I noticed is is that you got you got a phenomenal editor. I, I forgot the person's name who does the editing for the show. They, they absolutely uh, do a great job of editing uh, the show because. The way the show is edited, you would think that you guys are uh, at each other's throat all the time uh, in different uh, from from different perspectives. But actually, when you dig deep, you really see that you guys all love each other and respect each other, and uh, it's kind of like a a, a huge uh, world community, if you if you will. And I love, 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 love that you see that. Um, that's what we want people to see. So many people don't see that. They just go, you know, it's kind of the first layer, but you, you've been able to see right through that. And it's true. Um, we love each other. Um, do we get along 24-7? No, not at all. We're going to fuss and fight. We're going to argue. Remember, we are all very strong women um, with our very own views. Some of us, our views are very similar. Some of us, ours are a little different. Um, so you do see that. I mean, you see a little bit of the fussing and fighting, but the truth is, is we're not fussing and fighting because somebody, you know, stole somebody's hair color. It's, you know, we're pretty serious <laughs> about what we believe in and what we're going through in that moment. So, um, but the good thing is, is we do. On camera, off camera, we've got a good vibe for the most part. We do. We do sometimes, you know, come up to heads, but you don't get to see a lot of the full conversations either. So, we just hope people will actually sit and watch the rest of the season so that they can really understand the whole journey that this whole show has took us all through. Yeah, and I want to say everybody on the show is different, but they're all good people. We all love Jesus. We, we're all trying to do something positive. And every every one of those castmates are, are good. They really are good people, really are, and we have a good time. That's fantastic. I have to get into your business a little bit. So how does this work? Do you guys get paid to be on the show or they make a donation to the church? Or how does that work? Because it takes a lot of your time. I'll tell you this. We don't get paid much. <laughs> Not right now. <laughs> I say that much. Uh, that's how you know we really feel like we're called to, to reach people because, honestly, season one, we're not getting paid much at all. Not 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 enough to get the criticism and the stress that we get. You know, on the on the back end of it. So well, let's talk um, about yeah. that, uh, Anthony. What you know, I, uh, when when the show first launched uh, and debuted uh, New Year's Day, um, well, I personally thought it was you know the greatest thing since sliced bread because I just love to see <laughs> all of these great 
uh, ecumenical uh, behaviors coming together uh, and and for the you know for the for the glory of one, if you will. But it really, uh, and I was surprised, it really struck a nerve in a lot of people, in a broad range of people, uh, and in some ways negative. Where where do you think that came from, and why do you think that is? I think it's you know, um, I, I think that the generation before us that built the platform for us to stand on, they don't really understand why we're doing this. So I don't blame them for being upset because it's so different than what they what they've done and what they're used to. You know, so I think I think some of the religious community just don't you know. Well, you kind of grew up, you don't tell your business, you know, the business of your mm-hmm. home, you don't mm-hmm. let it go out. You act a certain way in public, even if it's different at home, you know, and they were just trying to do the best that they could. We're a generation that says, this is me, you know, I love God, but I have issues like everybody else, and I'm doing the best that I can to get through mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I just respect them, you know, and I don't expect them to understand what we're trying to do. but So I don't have a problem with them at all, but I think that's where the outrage comes from because they just don't get it. Like, why would you go on a TV show, and why would you put your business out there, and why would you let people see the imperfections that Christians have, you know? So I think that's the defining difference between us and them. So I just want to love them through it and respect them, but still do what we got to do. Uh, I appreciate that. Uh, Christine, you want to add anything to that? Yeah, I um. You know, for me, I was thinking that when you when you sit back now, now that it's all said and done as far as we're done taping and we're done, you know, being a little nervous and wondering, you know, do oh, do we open up? What don't we show? You know, that was kind of in the beginning, I think, in everybody's minds. But when we went into this, we went all open. We said, let's do it. If we're going to do it, let's do it right. If we really are called to do this, we can't be scared of what's going to come. Um, we've There's been a lot of critics and there's been a lot of comments, but... When you push those to the side and you start reading the emails and the comments of the people's lives who have actually been touched, there's a group out there that will never walk in a church. But by golly, they're going to be turning the channel on a TV show and to hear Dominique's story or to see Tara and Brian going through marriage issues or to see me and my husband trying to um, trying to reach our teenage daughters. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy, and the truth be told, just by the response at our own church with 200-plus people trying to come through right after that first showing and and extra people and and people on Facebook and the people reaching out saying thank you for being open and thank you for being honest and thank you for doing the things that have been so controversial, you know, that's kind of what's keeping us moving right along. So we don't disrespect our critics. You know, we honor the people that, that have establish this platform, but now it's time for us to go forward and do what we're supposed to be doing as well. You know, uh, thank you for that, Christina. You brought up something in there that uh, I think needs to to, to uh, uh, be, be highlighted, and, and that is uh, there are uh, uh, thousands, if not millions, I would say millions of folks who uh, probably will never step foot in a church, particularly in your church, one, because they might not live in your area. Uh, but they might not go to church. They might not have a, a, a reason, but that doesn't mean that uh, they uh, are not uh, having spiritual problems, spiritual issues, uh, and, and real-life issues. And you're right, tuning into your show, they can see uh, what uh, practical Christianity, I guess, for lack of a better term, looks like. 
uh, in the real world. And it's like, oh, well, my gosh, that's, that's my story. I can live uh, and, and heal vicariously through, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, Anthony and, and Christina or, or Mark and Ivy and so on and so forth. Right, and it's okay to laugh. I mean, it's okay to laugh and, and to have a good time and to be entertained. Um, and we, we know that. We do know that the show has to be entertaining as well as productive for ourselves. I mean, you know, as far as the network's concerned, I mean, they're not trying to diminish anybody or anything. But we have a call and we have a job to do. So we hope that people will actually wait until watch all the episodes. Um, just by seeing the episode from last night and watching Ivy's story, I mean, that was real. I promise you that was real. I was right there. I felt it. I shed those tears as well with her. Um, and then to see some of the women responding today saying, you know what, our prayers are with you because my outcome wasn't as good as yours. But now I see that everybody has to have a little faith, you know, and I'm not alone in the situation. So, hey, we can laugh a little. We can cry a little. And, of course, every now and then we may get a little flustered. But <laughs> at the end of the day, we got to be able to get through this whole process. I, I absolutely commend you guys. I think the show is uh, uh, phenomenal. Uh, it, it's ahead of the time, uh, but it's right on time. It's so necessary. It's so needed. Uh, and I just thank you guys for being I never would have known of you had I not watched the show. When the moment I saw it, I said, oh, my God, let me get in contact with these guys and get them on the show. This is absolutely incredible. And that's um, an honor. Thank you so much for reaching out. And the yeah. same, We're, it's, it's a pleasure. Um Great things about you. We've heard so many great things, and we're just glad to be a part of your show as well and, and that you did reach out. And thank you for being such a great support as well. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, speaking of which, how can people get in contact with you guys? What is your uh, web address to your ministry and, and you know, your Facebooks or whatever? How, how do you want people to get in contact and, and get more information about you? The best way to do it, just check out our church. It is Oasis Family Life www.oasisfamilylife.com. It is the Oasis Church in Dallas, Georgia. Let me just throw that out there. <laughs> you can also find us on Facebook that way, um, Christina Murray and Anthony Murray. Also on Twitter, mine is at Christina with a C R. Um, Christina Murray one on Twitter, and Anthony's is the real underscore Murph M U R F. So um, check us out. Um, at least get to the church website, and it'll lead you everywhere else. Fantastic, Anthony. Uh, in closing, do you want to uh, leave us with any uh, tidbits of what we can expect uh, for, from the show? Uh, since you guys have have uh, uh, eight uh, beautiful shows uh, in the pocket, what can we look forward to? Uh, we hope that you can see the realness of. Um of pastors and first ladies and the real issues that we go through and the uh, success, the victories, the downfalls, the pitfalls, all of the above. And we hope that people will be blessed as a result of it and people can be transformed as a result of it. And that's all I can say because it's all edited and we don't get to see it until you see it. Oh, is that right? You guys don't get a chance to see it until we see it. So when it airs, that's when you see it as well. That's right. <laughs> So you're sitting in front of the television with, with popcorn just like I am, huh? Okay. Look, I don't know what's going to be on next Tuesday just like you don't. <laughs> oh, that must be absolutely nuts. I mean, oh, my God. Are you kidding me? I'm telling you, we're sitting there sweating like, okay, I wonder what they're going to show, what they're not going to show. Um, so, But, you know, it's exciting. It's, it's what we signed up for, and it's great. 
And I want to add this. There's, from what I know that we've taped and from what I'm hearing and some of the tidbits of the descriptions, the next few shows are definitely going to be great. Um, a lot of the stories that have begun are going to definitely unfold. So definitely, definitely, definitely have to keep tuning in. There is so much more out there um, to watch and to follow. And I think I think they're going to show. I did a message on forgiveness that was that was. I think it was pretty powerful. And I, I hope people can tune in on that day whenever it, whenever they show it to talk about you know um, what it means to really forgive and releasing people releases you. You release yourself from the from a prison. You know. Mm, um, I love that. I love that. Yeah. So I, I, that's what I'm. That's one of the episodes that I'm very excited about them showing. Um, just giving people a pass, you know, and forgiving people. And, being and, and and also send a prayer to Dominique. Um, she is just in all of our hearts and uh, so real and so loving. And you guys have just wrapped your arms around her. And and uh, uh, so continue to, to continue prayer uh, for Dominique. She's absolutely incredible. Great story. Absolutely, absolutely. All right, my friends, God bless you guys. Thank you for coming on the show. Uh, I would love for you guys to come back uh, on the show uh, later on and talk about what you're up to, what's new and uh, what's hot, what's not, and uh, uh, be a part of the Philippe Nasty Show. Thank you so much. I would love it. I would love it. And, again, thank you so much. And to all the listeners out there, thank you so much as well for all of the support. We love you. You got it. We love you back. All right, God bless everybody. We'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. All right, bye-bye. 